I mean, the key here is to just take as much friction out of the process as possible. So you don't have to think because when you start to feel overwhelmed with a project, the last thing you want to have to do is like, think hard. You just want to be able to look at something. Okay. Okay. This is the next thing on my list. Okay. This is the next thing on my list. And that goes right into here, which is assign, assign these tasks. And if it's just you, then yes, you are assigning them to yourself, but you're taking note. Okay. These are my tasks. I'm taking ownership of them. And if you do have somebody else that you can assign them to, well, then that's awesome. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, hey, this is Brie Noble, and I am so glad you're tuned in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast today, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. I am going to be talking today, and we're going to be discussing how to break down big music projects so you can you know, not be overwhelmed by them, and you can break them down into doable steps. You guys know that I'm all about the step-by-step I think that one of the biggest enemies of musicians and everyone really is overwhelm that keeps us from, you know, we look at this big project and we just like feel this tightness in our chest. Like, oh my gosh, how are we going to ever accomplish this? It just seems like so much. And when you finally, you know, are able to break it down into something that you can look at each thing and say, okay, that's doable. Um, then it's not quite as overwhelming. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is I actually have been working on a big project over the past couple of months, and I'm going to be able to tell you about it in a few days, and I'm super excited about that. Uh, So be watching for info about that. But it just got me thinking about how we made this project happen and how that can translate to what you guys are doing. You know, maybe you are going to be putting out a release and all the things that, lead up to that and that happen once it's released, or maybe you're planning a big tour. Um, and you know, that's, that so much goes into planning a tour. So I was just thinking about how to help you guys with the projects that you're doing. And let me know in the chat, you guys, if that you do have a big project that's coming up that you want to apply some of this to that you're working on. Good morning to Sue and to Joan and to Carlene. Good morning. Okay, so the first part of this project breakdown really has to do with educating yourself and making sure that you know exactly what you need to do and how to do it. And, you know, obviously I'm a course creator, so that's a big thing for me. Like, if I don't know how to do it, what I like to do is go find people that have done it and learn from them or Maybe I could figure it out, but it would take me a lot longer. So I'd rather cut that learning curve and go figure out from people that have done this thing before that I'm working on how to do it much faster and, you know, have them give me the the steps and the education that I need. So the first thing is to figure out if you need any education in relation to the big project that you're doing. So maybe you're doing booking a big tour and you need to 
you know, work with somebody who's a lot better at booking or can give you some, um, some templates and some, um, just ways of organizing yourself and booking. I know some of you guys have taken Tara B's course. I know that's kind of winding down a little bit now. Um, but you know, she's obviously had a lot of experience with that and she's helped you guys with your booking. Um, so like for me with my project that I'm, I was doing, it was something that I've never done before. And I wanted to make sure and get some training from people that had done this before, had been successful and could give me all of the steps and show me anything that I might miss just because I haven't been through it before. And I, you know, hindsight is always 2020, right? But when you're involved in planning a project, you, you're not always thinking that way because you haven't experienced it and you haven't known from the other end, like the mistakes that you could make or the things that you could miss. So that's where I think that getting an education about the thing that you're doing is so important. So, you know, if you're in the academy and you're working on something, you know, go to those particular modules of the academy that will help you with that thing that you're working on, because, you know, it won't help you to learn a whole bunch of other things. You need to get very micro and granule with this one project that you're working on and make sure that you're spending your education time on that thing that you need to get educated about. So that's what I did for my big project. It was something I'd never done. I needed to learn from somebody that really knew what they were doing and could shortcut my time. And I could, they provided me a a pretty good step-by-step or at least something that I could go, okay, I need to make sure to do this, this, and this, and make sure that those are on my list. But next thing that you're going to need is to figure out if you need people on your team. So I know a lot of you don't have a team, like you are just you, and that's totally fine and totally normal for when you're in those more beginning stages. I was definitely did not have a team for years and years and years. And even now I have kind of a part-time team. But for this particular project that I took on, I felt that I needed a partner. So I actually partnered up with somebody because it was a, it's a very big undertaking. So when you're thinking about your project, think about whether, number one, you possibly have the time to do everything that you need to do. And secondly, do you have the skills? Are these things that are in your zone of genius Are they things that you feel comfortable doing or you just know you're constantly going to be resisting? So with this project I'm doing, I knew there was a lot of tasks to do and I couldn't possibly complete them all while also doing my regular work. So I decided to partner with somebody also that had done this thing before, which was great. Um, And this person also is very good with, with tech stuff. It's stuff that I could do. But because they were also good with it, I thought, well, maybe they'd be willing to take on a lot of this tech stuff. I can do the stuff that's really in my zone of genius and we could partner in that way. And that has worked really, really well. So think about all the things, you know, when we talk about breaking this down into steps, think about the things that need to get done. And do you think you could really do those things? Or is there somebody that you could find that would be a great partner to work with you on, or maybe you just need to bring somebody in for one piece of it. You know, maybe you're doing a, an album launch and you need your website to be up to snuff and you're just don't have time to do that. It just frustrates you when you try to do it. 
and you need to bring somebody in for that. And I just want to encourage you guys, like any of you that are in either the academy or the free female indie musician community, like there are lots of people in those groups that know how to do a lot of the things that you need help with. And partnering with a musician can often be really helpful because they understand what it's like to be a musician and the kinds of things you're going to need. But a lot of them have other skills. So you might want to to look out in those communities if you need help with specific things on your list. More merch, Jesse says. Okay, that that you know that is a good project because there are a lot of steps involved in figuring out what merch you're going to want to do. Website and bookings. Yes, that's what Beth is working on right now. Um, <clears throat> and I know that you're bringing your son in to help you a little bit with your website, which is so smart because sometimes these teenagers they can do stuff so much faster than we can tech tech wise. Even though we knew how to do the tasks, we found people to take over certain jobs that we could farm out comfortably. Yeah. Cause sometimes you just don't have enough hours in the day. Right. And obviously like there's a lot of things that most of the things that I farm out to my team that I could definitely be doing. Right. But I don't have time. Like I have to focus on the things for me that are, you know, going to be the biggest money makers on my side and then farm out some of that stuff. So for example, if you're working on a big project and you also have a bunch of performances that are happening, you know, you're the only one that can perform, right? So you need to then farm out some of that other stuff so you can still continue to perform and bring in the money with your performances. And, you know, obviously you can't farm that out. Um, With me and my project, you know, even my partner, like he ended up getting so busy (laughs) that, um, that he had to get help on his end because he had some things that that came in at the last minute that were unexpected, like really awesome things for him, but he couldn't do all the stuff that he was doing for our project. So he actually brought in help on a few things as well. And, And sometimes you get there and you have to do that. But next, let's talk about timeline. We need to figure out exactly what that timeline is gonna need to be like. And for me, the best way to do that is to reverse engineer. So you start with the end in mind. You start with this is when this thing needs to be done or this is when this thing, um, you know, the biggest glut of things that needs to happen. And then you need to move backwards from that and plot out a timeline of when each thing needs to get done. So let's let's say we're doing a release. You know, obviously there's a release date, Right. And, you know, what are all the things that you need to do around that release date? Well, you probably want to have a release party of some kind. Maybe you want an online one and an offline one. So you need to kind of put some dates in for those. And then you need to think about all the things that you need to do to get ready for those particular events and put those on a timeline. And then all the things that you need in place online and offline for your release, any updates you need for your website you know, creating all of your social media posts or, you know, images or things that you need for your release, um, all of that. And then even as, you know, going down to like, okay, in order for this CD to be done by this date, I need to make sure that it's submitted to, you know, the mastering people or, you know, that the art is done or that, you know, all the individual things that you need, you need to put those all on a timeline and plot those out because otherwise, you'll be amazed at like 
how many things will come down to the last minute. But if you've thought of everything and moved backwards and always kind of pad in a little extra time, I mean, we all know things always take longer than we think. And it's so frustrating. And every time we think it's going to be different this time, but it never is because things happen. We get sick. We have, you know, family emergencies. Um, You know, we're waiting on other people, you know, if it's designs or photos or things like that, we're waiting on other people. So we need to pad in extra time for that. So just make sure to plan additional time along the way. And then, you know, kind of set these things out on a timeline moving backwards and see how far out you actually have to start with this thing. But I promise you, when you do that, that will give you this major sense of relief. Like, okay, I have gotten all these events. It also will help bring more things to your mind. Once you've gotten some major things on that list, then you're like, okay, release party is this day. I need to, you know, book the the place for the release party by this day. Uh, you know, and when you're thinking through all that, then you're like, okay, well, what else do I need for my release party? Well, I probably want to get some press for that. So I need to start pursuing the press by this date. Um, you know, in order to have press, I need to make sure that I have new headshots. Well, I need to make sure those are done, you know, by this date before the press. So you'll see that once you start getting some things on paper or on a whiteboard or whatever you like to do it, that the ideas will just start flowing and flowing and flowing. And the reason I love using something like Asana, what many of you guys know that I love Asana, is you can move things around, you can change due dates, um, you can change the way you see it visually, you can see things in order of due date, you can see things in order of, you know, um, importance or alphabetical order, or, you know, however you want to look at stuff. And also you can assign things. So for me, my partner is in Asana as well. And I'm assigning things to him as well throughout. And he can assign things to me if he says, well, I finished this part. Now it's your, I'm giving it, handing it off to you and it's your thing. Then he can assign it to me. So that is what I love Asana for because it's like a shared bulletin board or a shared calendar or however you want to think about a shared day planner where you can um, share the projects with somebody else. Okay, I'm going to jump in here and just see if there are any any comments along the way. Oh, good morning to Amanda. How are you? Great to have you here. Uh, we just debuted Amanda's song on the Women of Substance podcast this morning. Good morning. Hey, Sherdana, how's it going? I love seeing new, new faces show up for this um, Indie Interactive. Okay, so next on our list... The next thing, and that kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying with the um, with the timeline, is to break it down into micro tasks and micro tasks. And one nice thing about using Asana is it does allow you to put like subtasks under a task. So if you said, you know, one task was, um, let me think of an example of something that has a bunch of micro tasks. Um, say one thing was, you know, write your bio. Okay. So then under that, it would be like, okay, have this person interview me so I can use that to write the bio. And then, um, and then I need to, you know, write a rough draft. And then, and then another subtask would be, you know, get X person to proofread, you know, you could break it down even as small as that. Um, But 
breaking it down to these subtexts again is subtasks is again going to give you so much more of a feeling of control, a feeling of, you know, just totally quashing that overwhelm because you know exactly what you're going to be doing when. And also as you break things down, it's going to help you brainstorm on how you can break it down even more. So for me on my tasks that I was doing for this project that I'm in the middle of right now, um, you know, there were a lot of tasks, right? This is a huge thing. And it just helped me to be able to think about, okay, I need to have, this thing is happening on this date. Okay. So what do I have to have in place to make this happen? And then I could break it down into micro tasks of, well, because I need, I need social media um, posts for this. Okay. Well, one needs, I need an Instagram post. I need a Facebook post. I need a Twitter post. I need to create, um, you know, cover, cover posts for Facebook and Twitter. I mean, I can break it down into that small of increments if I want to. So all I need to do is just go check things off the list instead of having to think about, okay, well, what does it mean to have, to need all my social media posts? You know, that might be a task, but I don't want to have to think that hard every day when I look at a task. I just want to be able to check things off the list. And then again, you can assign some things to whoever's working with you. You know, let's just say, for example, I actually haven't involved Beth in this project, lucky her, because it's it's a lot of work. So, but say I had involved her in this project, I could have assigned, you know, I know she's good at making images. So I could have said, okay, you're, you're going to handle, you know, all the images for Instagram. And I could have assigned them all to her. And then I would know that she was in charge of those things and I didn't have to think about it. So, um, that's a great way that you can use Asana and breaking things down into micro tasks. So you don't, I mean, the key here is to just take as much friction out of the process as possible. So you don't have to think because when you start to feel overwhelmed with a project, the last thing you want to have to do is like think hard. You just want to be able to look at something. Okay. Okay. This is the next thing on my list. Okay. This is the next thing on my list. And that goes right into here, which is assign, assign these tasks. And if it's just you, then yes, you are assigning them to yourself, but you're taking note. Okay. These are my tasks. I'm taking ownership of them. And if you do have somebody else that you can assign them to, well, then that's awesome. And you can feel like they're a little bit off of your plate. But then with something like Asana, you can always go check in there and say, okay, up, did they, did they, you know, their projects were due or their tasks were due on this date. Did they actually check them off? And you can check in that way. If they check them off, then you're good. You don't even have to check in with them. You know, they're done. If they didn't check them off, then you can go check in with that person and say, okay, why, you know, just want to check in. Why aren't these done? Where are we at? What's the status? And then the final um, thing that you need to do is have a weekly check-in. So with me, I have a partner. So we are actually having weekly check-ins. And if you have bandmates that are maybe handling some of the things in this big project, you're definitely going to want to have weekly check-ins with them. If you have virtual assistants, if you've got somebody helping you with one segment of the project, you definitely want to have at least weekly check-ins. And we do have emails back and forth throughout, but to have the weekly check-in is so important because we actually sit there and look at that Asana list together and it helps us 
make sure that we've talked through each thing. If we had questions that we forgot to ask, then we look at that list. Okay. What's coming up next week on both of our lists. Okay. Now, you know, I remember that you said this about this thing, but did you need my help with it? Is there anything you need from me to get it done? And so having that list of things and being able to check through them together is super powerful and it just makes you feel so in control. Obviously, I'm a control freak, right? I keep talking about how it makes you feel in control and it seems to be like a big deal for me. Well, it is because I am a bit of a control freak. Um, but it, this overwhelm is like the worst enemy of a control freak too. So having this kind of a system has really helped me with that. Um, if you don't have partners or you don't have people you're working with on the project, then I definitely recommend you still do a weekly check-in with yourself. And if any of you guys have been through my goal setting course, like I recommend you do weekly check-ins with yourself. It kind of keeps you accountable to you. You have a time every week. It's on your calendar. You do a weekly check-in and say, okay, where am I at with this project? How many of these you know, items that I had on my list for last week did I not get done? And when can I reschedule those two that I think I can realistically get them done. And can I actually get them done this week with all the other things that are on this list? Or am I going to have to move some of them forward? So it's really important to have a scheduled weekly check-in with yourself to make sure that you are actually moving forward in this project and to not be blindsided if all of a sudden you get too close to the date that you're supposed to be releasing or you're supposed to be leaving on tour or whatever it is. And you're not ready. Like you don't have nearly as many things done as you need to. So having these weekly check-ins will keep you from being blindsided in that way. Okay. So I'd love to hear your guys's feedback on this. I'm actually going to go in here and see what people have been saying in the chat. Okay. So Molly says record and video release Oh, record, sorry, record and video release feeling a bit bonkers. Absolutely. I mean, Whenever you have a big project like that, it's really hard not to feel absolutely crazy about it. And that's what I'm trying to give you a little bit of the tools for. And I know you have a band, Molly, so I don't know if you have tried to divide up the tasks at all. Sometimes it's hard if you don't necessarily trust that the people in the band are going to do their part. Um, Carlene says, great suggestions to go back to the Academy modules and previous Indie interactives. Yes. For information on specific. Yeah, I know. Um, almost weekly now people are like, I remember there was a podcast or there was an indie interactive about this. Can someone help me find it? Cause I need it right now. You know? So sometimes these trainings are not timely for you when I give them, maybe you don't have a project right now, but maybe in a few months you will have a project. And then you're going to want to go back and look at this and say, okay, let me see if I can start this on the right foot and do it this way. Going to make a concerted effort to ask my band for more help. Definitely, definitely. And hopefully you have some people in your band that you feel can really take on the responsibilities. But that's what the weekly check-in is for. If you start to see that like they keep saying that they're going to do a thing and then every week they come back and they haven't done it, you're going to have to reassign it. <laughs> so. Um, Let's see. Amanda says working on getting a video together and getting professional photographs taken this month. Great projects to do. 
And, you know, you think photographs, like that's not that big of a project, but it actually can be, especially if there's a bunch of people involved, if it involves going to a particular location. If you have to think about, oh my gosh, I need to go get a certain thing for my wardrobe. I need to, you know, uh, make sure that I get somebody to do my makeup professionally. Like there's a lot of moving pieces. All right. So that is the end of the training for today. I am so excited that I am so soon going to be able to tell you about this big project. So be watching for information about it coming up within the next week. And um, it has definitely been probably the biggest undertaking that I've ever done before. And I'll have a lot of lessons learned to help you guys with, with your projects as well in the future. So um, just be on the lookout for that. And I am so excited to share it with you. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.